0: From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA.
1: Settle back, here we go with the news for week commencing July 3 from the Wireless Institute of Australia. We start this one off with a little note, difficulty in getting news. Through the week we are asked by VK4's QAC chairman to supply the incoming QTC note writer for Amateur Radio all the local club news that we get. Well, what we get is what you hear in Q News and read in the script edition of WIA National News, the broadcast text, about three clubs in VK4 continuously record material, but that is all. This no-news-is-good-news not extends across most of VK's handom, from hearing regularly of WIA happenings to club and special interest groups. I went onto the wia.org.au website, and even on there, at the time of preparing this, no news since the WIA AGM back in May. So, off to the club pages I went. AMSAT VK, 2008, the last news. Australian Amateur Radio Truck Drivers Club. January 2009, the last update. The Oceana ARDX Group much better, but March earlier this year. Now, randomly, it wasn't until we reached the Arana Region Amateur Radio Club did we find news. And that news, you'll hear it shortly here on WIA National News. So, in short... If you see or hear something about amateur radio that interests you, chances are it will interest others. If you're proud of your club or organisation, do a little skiting. Drop national news at wia.org.au the story. It could be an idea another VK club could pick up. Now, try to write the story as you'd expect to hear it being read. But don't worry too much. We will edit it if it needs to be edited to suit our style and to suit our time constraints.
0: From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. You know,
1: sometimes when news does arrive on the desk, we check the date just in case it's meant for April 1. And this story is one of those. It's about a de-expedition requiring the services of polar bear guards, electrically charged bear fences and polar bear spray. This is the first time IOTA activation of Point Lay Barrier Island, IOTA NA242. It'll happen July 22 to 26. The call sign K6 Victor Victor Alpha slash KL7. And due to the possibility of polar bears at NA242, they've purchased electric bear fences, bear spray and will hire one or more local bear guards with heavy firepower for 24-7 protection. South Australian newspaper Border Watch is reporting on what they say is a remarkable rescue. Two Geelong men, both aged in their 50s, were rescued 14 kilometres off the coast of Port Macdonald after a wave swamped their five-metre vessel. Miraculously, the men managed to dive under the capsized boat, recover an emergency beacon before clinging to the vessel. The pair were able to transmit an emergency message to Australian search and rescue services in Canberra, which in turn alerted emergency services in South Australia. Are you interested in any way with VHF, UHF or microwave bands then? Perhaps you should consider attending the annual Gipps Tech Technical Conference held each year in July at Churchill. And this year it looks like they have a very full program across the two days indeed. But registrations need to be in today. No guarantee of food for those who register after today, Sunday, July 3. In a moment, Jack, VK3, whiskey 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 with an update for the 8th IARU Region 3 ARDF Championships. But joining us now is Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, who has a report that's in from WIA Director Chris VK5, Charlie Popper. Unfortunately,
2: Chris was unable to record his report for this week's broadcast and so has asked that the report be presented on his behalf. As this is Chris's first report, he wanted us to tell you a little bit about himself. Chris became interested in radio during the CB craze in the 1970s. At the time, Chris was finishing high school and mobile phones had not yet been invented. Radio was a fun way to communicate and to talk to people on the other side of the globe. Chris passed his novice exam in 1978, but had to wait until 1993 in order to find John Kelleher, VK3DP, to assist him conquer the code. With the help of Rob Carmichael and Jim Linton, Chris got his combined call in 1993. Chris's practical knowledge of radio has been acquired using their trial and error method, which has involved letting out smoke from a number of components. With the assistance of his colleagues at the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group in Adelaide, his skills are slowly expanding, and Chris has been a WIA board member for just over one year. On the Queen's birthday long weekend, Chris travelled to Mount Gambier to brave the cold, damp world of fox hunting with the Southeast Radio Group. A record number of 11 teams from VK3 and VK5 participated in a weekend of fox hunts, including the inaugural Wayne Kilpatrick Memorial Night Fox Hunt. Much fun was had walking around Crater Lake waving two-element and three-element yagis, receivers squealing away searching for ten tiny hidden transmitters as a confused public looked on. Then the car-based hunts commenced. The first fox was an 80-watt, 70-centimetre signal emanating from a 10-element yagi in a Victorian forest. Sun took the direct route and got bogged. Our team got bogged trying to rescue the bog competitors. The night hunt was a long-distance affair, which finished near midnight, and Chris says that he felt for the poor foxes freezing in the forest waiting to be found. Chris says that on Sunday there was much sunshine and he attended a nice ham fest with a good variety of stalls and saw a homebrew competition of a very high standard. After that day of hunts, the Serg team put on a fantastic barbecue and handed out certificates to the successful competitors with VK3 scoring strongly. The weekend was a good opportunity to catch up with VK3 and VK5 Fox Hunting Fraternity and to meet the CERG members who are doing their bit to encourage new entrants to our hobby. It was a very well managed event. Keep up the good work, CERG. Thanks Chris, VK5CP for that report.
3: Good morning, this is Jack, VK3, Whiskey, 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 with an update for the 8th IARU Region 3 ARDF Championships. I expect you are all aware by now of the date, but if you are not, they will be on from the 23rd through to the 28th of September this year. Things are really hotting up now, with many of the international teams busy organising entry visas and air transport. One of the interesting things is the popularity of the event in China. Recently, I received a request from the Chinese Radio Sports Association, CRSA, if they could send extra competitors to Not just a couple, but 40 extra competitors. In places like China, ARDF has been very popular for a long time. It is even an elective sport in some schools. When I first started out in ARDF, financial backing and selection for a Chinese team was done at a government level. Later on, the government only subsidised a little bit of the costs, and now I expect they all pay their own way, like we do. How things change. The 8th IARU Region 3 ARDF Championships will be in the Maldon, Bendigo and Castlemaine region. So competitors will really get to see some of our natural bush. Our Australian team is not confirmed yet, as most of the usual VK competitors are busy organising the event. If you are interested in competing, spectating or even better volunteering, I would love to hear from you. For more information about the event, check out the event website www.r3.ardf.org.au.
0: VK1WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds.
1: I am Graham, VK4BB, and this is Hams Across Australia. VK1, and there is currently an unknown signal interfering with the 2 metre Ganini repeater, which historically occurs to the repeater and sometimes the bull's head repeater around this time each year. It's causing the repeater to time out, periodically coming back up when the interfering signal drops beneath the receiver threshold, but effectively making the repeater unusable. As there is nothing CRARC can do at this point, I'm afraid it's a case of hurry up and wait. VK2 and Waverley Amateur Radio Society will be holding its annual auction and table sale of small items. That's next Saturday, July 9, at the clubhouse in Vickery Avenue, Rose Bay, Sydney. Gates open at eight thirty, but the main sale starts at ten thirty. Saturday, july thirty, make a note, O-R-A-R-C. The Orac meeting will be Saturday the thirtieth of july at two thirty. Their annual general meeting venue will be the Veterans Center corner of High and Palmer Streets, South Dubbo. Now, in VK four news there is a ham fest coming up, and it's to be held on the Fraser Coast.
4: This is the third year that Maryborough Electronics and Radio Group has held the ham Fest. We have a range of tables available, both inside and outside the hall. Both new and pre-loved equipment will be available on the day, and the food is being prepared and sold by the local scout group. If you wish to book a table for Saturday the 16th of July, please contact Merge via the WIA website, Affiliated Clubs, or directly to Ray Stockdale, VK4TPT, QTHR. The hall will be open to exhibitors from 7am on the morning. If you want to come and have a cuppa and a chat, catch up on friends and score a bargain, then find your way to the Maryborough West Scout Hall. There is ample parking and the hall is wheelchair accessible. So if you're in the area, we would love to see you at the Wide Bay Hamfest, Mariborough West Scout Hall, Ariadne Street, Maryborough at 9 o'clock Saturday Sixteenth of July next. I'm Jeff VK4ZPP for Merge.
0: Produced by Q News for the WIA. This is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1WIA.
5: I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ahead of international news in education, youth and advancement of amateur radio, it's off to a John VK2JDB from the Arana Region Amateur Radio Club says that their club has been invited to attend a Scouts meeting on Monday the 1st of August. This is to enable the radio club to give the entire meeting from 7 to 9pm a full demonstration of the wonderful world of amateur radio. They propose a brief PowerPoint display on amateur radio with particular emphasis on safety and a few rigs set up for use. Luckily, there's a tower right next to the Scout Hall. And of course, this will be great practice prior to JOTA in October. BBC Radio 5 Live and Radio 5 Live Sports Extra are conducting an experiment for the Wimbledon Tennis Tournament. Use a customisable audio feeds where the ratio of crowd noise to commentary can be tweaked to suit the individual listener's preference. Those who want to hear more analysis and description can move the slider on the online netmix player in one direction or in the opposite direction to add more courtside atmosphere. The netmix player feeds available in Windows and Macintosh versions are only available during live coverage of matches centre court. One year of the moon in 2.5 minutes. A time-lapsed video from the Goddard Space Flight Centre Scientific Visualisation Studio uses data from the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter and compresses one month into 12 seconds and one year into 2.5 minutes. You'll see how the Moon wobbles in its orbit, the changes in libration and axis tilt, and the Moon's phases. New Emergency Services DX Group on Facebook. A new amateur radio group has been formed for hams who are also members of one of the various emergency services.
6: Based in the United Kingdom, the group will initially be coordinated via the Facebook social networking site with membership open to retired or serving members of any of the emergency services. The group is free to join. Simply search for Emergency Services Amateur Radio DX Group on Facebook and sign up or contact GM0GMN directly at his call book address. Students at Istanbul Technical University in Turkey are working on a CubeSat ham radio satellite that will host a linear transponder for SSB and CW amateur radio communications. Dubbed Turksat-3usat, the bird will carry a 50 kilohertz bandwidth 2 meter to 70 centimeter linear transponder, a beacon and telemetry downlink. Planners hope to launch this new bird into a sun-synchronous orbit of around 680 kilometers sometime in early 2012. This will be the Istanbul Technical University's first ever communication satellite. The French are at it again. In a move that will hinder news organizations' ability to reach their audiences via social media, France has banned the use of the words Twitter and Facebook from radio and TV newscasts. This unless they are directly a part of a news story. News reports out of Europe say that broadcasting news anchors and other on-air talent are now forbidden to refer to popular social networking sites and the microblogging phenomenon unless it is pivotal and relevant to a news item. As such, French radio and television stations will no longer be able to ask their audiences to follow or friend them on these services during newscasts. Ryan Murphy is the digital media editor for the Radio and Television News Directors Association. He's quoted as saying that this controversial move is the result of a 1992 French government decree, one that states commercial enterprises should not be promoted on news programs.
7: Those stories from the Average Radio Newsline. You're
0: tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Operational News, I'm Felix,
7: VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column. Dateline 2011. July 9, WIA 160m CW and Digital Trans-Tasman Contest. August 20 and 21, Worldwide ILLW. October 22, WIA Jack Files Contest. 2012. January VK Ross Hull Memorial VHF-UHF Contest March 17 and 18 VK John Moyle Memorial Field Day June Long Weekend VK Four Time VK Shires Contest Registrations up for the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend It began in 1998 with 40 countries, represented by 158 registrations. Around 50 countries will join this annual fund event when it occurs on August 20 and 21 this year. With the 14th annual IWW less than two months away, entries are up 10% on last year, with top numbers being Australia in the lead on 44, followed by the USA with 41 and Germany 37. From the beginning and still running strong are Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, England, Finland, France, Germany, Iceland, Ireland, Italy, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Northern Ireland, Poland, Portugal, Puerto Rico, Scotland, Sweden, USA and Wales. New countries this year are Azerbaijan and Thailand. Other smaller countries such as the Isle of Man, Lebanon, Namibia and St. Lucia are in the mix. Organiser Kevin Mulcahy, VK2CE, says he's hoping to have close to 500 entries this year, as the unique event continues to grow in popularity. It is not a contest, runs for one weekend only, and there are no strict rules, just guidelines. Check out the website iwlw.net for more information. We have already heard today how the Tuck Inc. are planning to enter. while well, so is the Illawarra Amateur Radio Society in VK2. They will be manning the Point Perpendicular Lighthouse to Jarvis Bay. The solar lighthouse installed in 1993 will be turned off for the weekend, and the Grand old Light built in 1899 will be relit. Once again, this icon will guide ships safely along the New South Wales South Coast shipping lanes. The club station VK2 AMW will be in the Lighthouse Keeper's Cottage for the duration of the event. Special event stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice. Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia out to Lord Howe Island VK9 HR 24th of July to the second of August 2011. More celebrations. Members of the Japan A1 Club will activate the following special calls on until December 31st. HA1 MORSE HA1 MORSE Stroke 2, H A1 MORSE Stroke 3, etc According to the district from which they are active from is to celebrate the 220th anniversary of Samuel Morse's birthday. Operations will be mainly CW, with some SSB, to explain to novices how to join the CW community. Some special awards are also available too. DL0YLWM Women's Football World Cup The Deutsche Amateur Radio Club is sponsoring an award to celebrate the 2011 Women's Football World Cup. Between the 1st of June and the 31st of July, the special station DL0YLWM and YL District stations are on the air. The first two weeks of amateur radio special event activity for the Women's Soccer World Cup in Germany produced more than 51,000 QSOs, with the YL specific stations in the online log. In DX, the Intrepid DX Group and the DX Friends plan to activate the Southern Sudan as a new country on or after July 9th. At airtime, members of the two groups report that they are in consultation with representatives of the New Southern Sudan government, the International Telecommunications Union, and the International Amateur Radio Union, working on making arrangements. Text message alerts boost ham radio contacts. Radio amateurs now have a helping hand in their quest for contacting rare or distant radio stations although it goes against the grain promoting a service that charges other hams in this predominantly volunteer service. DX Station is an innovative SMS text message service that alerts radio amateurs when the sought-after radio station signal is spotted on the radio dial. The use of real-time text messages gives paid-up subscribers to DX Station a competitive advantage since they can hopefully contact the distant radio station before their colleagues join the fray. A reduced fee trial is offered for just the first month of subscription. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham.
0: From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA.
1: Media watching we go now, and it's Radio Foxtrot 100. It's a brand new radio station and it's on the web and this one is aimed at we amateur radio enthusiasts. Radio Foxtrot 100. It's a mixture of music, chat and ham radio items and is the brainchild of Anthony, EI9GMD. Anthony says the station is aimed at amateur radio operators and all listeners alike and is on the air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. So click the link and give it a try. Radio Foxtrot 100 and keep an ear out for VK1WIA National News on Radio Foxtrot 100. Thousands signed petitions of support for RNW. More than 11,000 people have signed a petition to preserve Radio Netherlands' worldwide Dutch language broadcasts. Aidi De Vries, the chairman of the Action Committee, says that in addition there are about 7,000 signatures from listeners who depend on programs in one of the other nine languages. There are also separate petitions from former ambassadors, business and journalistic organisations. Mr De Vries will lead a delegation from RNW who will hand the petitions to the Dutch Parliament Monday prior to the debate about the substantial cuts in public broadcasting, including RNW. He says several hundred people from around the world have also sent a personal letter to the lower house. He says a lot of support has been received from more than 3,000 partner stations worldwide that carry RNW programs. He says he suspects that many MPs don't know about many of the things that RNW does and advocates a postponement of the decision, allowing the broadcaster to inform MPs about the consequences of the cuts. Friday last, the government announced the current budget of €46 million Euros would be reduced to just €14 million, a cut of 70% and a loss of jobs totalling 250. Better news, however, as the BBC World Service receives millions to increase Arabic broadcasts. The BBC World Service is getting a funding increase to the tune of €2.2 million per year over the next three years, this comes after the UK government broadcasters' funds were slashed last year, forcing it to announce the cancellation of five of its 32 language broadcasts and reduce service on others. The money will go to boost the Arabic language programs. An additional $9 million is being reallocated to save the Hindi shortwave service, which was also slated to be shut down. The Arabic Language Service is getting more attention both from the UK government and people in the region because of the ongoing rest there. The Hindi Service also has a huge number of listeners. The BBC World Service broadcasts on TV, mobile and online, but in many regions its shortwave broadcasts are crucial. While listening to shortwave may seem old-fashioned in many Middle Eastern countries, the internet is censored or gets shut off completely during times of unrest. And also, many people in the developing world have a shortwave radio, but very little have access to the internet.
0: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Perth, it can be heard on VK6RAP, 146.700 megahertz at 9am local time. I'm Blake, VK6FBNZ.
2: Good morning, this is Robert. VK3DN with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's FAITH. The Pope posts his very first Twitter message. Vatican City. Pope Benedict XVI wrote a Twitter message on Tuesday announcing the launch of the new Vatican website in the very first tweet by a leader of the Roman Catholic Church. The Vatican has embraced social media in recent months launching popular Facebook and YouTube pages and courting bloggers as it tries to get the Church's message out to a wider and more youthful audience. The news.va web portal is also set to be formally launched. It'll provide news and pictures from the Vatican's radio and television stations. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier – The crew of six on the International Space Station had to scramble for cover this week when a piece of space debris bore down on the orbiting station. They temporarily took shelter in the Russian spacecraft Soyuz when the lump of space junk zoomed in on the station, the Russian Interfax News Agency reported. It missed them by 250 metres, a hair's breadth in space terms. The team returned to the station after the debris had passed by. The station was not able to adjust the orbit to avert possible collision because it detected the space junk too late, the agency said. Worldwide special interest groups, internet, the hams domain. QS Logbook goes live. The social networking site for amateur radio enthusiasts QS Logbook is the next niche social network geared towards the amateur radio world. While QS Logbook does allow users to post news and information, it is a site that's mainly set up to allow users from around the world to communicate and to send each other's frequencies and call sign information. There are a number of tools that make social networking easier when using QS Logbook. Not only can users view their contacts called friends, they can also see contacts that are linked to their friends And in this way, it's possible for users to see their entire extended social network. British Library makes Google search deal. Thousands of pages from one of the world's biggest collections of historic books, pamphlets and periodicals are to be made available on the internet. The British Library has reached a deal with the search engine Google for about 250,000 texts dating back to the 18th century. It'll allow readers to view, search and copy the out-of-copyright works at no charge on both the library and Google Books websites. And in other news, CBS says that there are millions of free tracks available today on its mp3.com site. Its interactive music group has embarked on a campaign to promote the newly redesigned 14-year-old site. The campaign will run into late July. CBS took over MP3.com as part of its 2008 purchase of CNET. The announcement of the relaunch of MP3.com came from CBS interactive music group head David Goodman. It calls MP3.com the original online source for free legal music downloads and said its emphasis would remain on emerging and indie artists. Features on mp3.com include a free MP3 of the day, a label of the week, on-the-scene editorial feature, and a dedicated artist radio stations from sister CBS service Last.fm. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been
1: Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Alrighty, that is the end of WIA National News. We'll catch you all again right here, same spot on the dial, next week. As I leave you... Rewind, and for those Meccano enthusiasts, Meccano Magazine is now online. In fact, editions of Meccano Magazine from 1916 until 1981 are now available. Yes, the internet enables classic magazines such as these to be read by a whole new generation. And the Meccano Magazine is just a click away and you'll read those editions, those URLs when you read the text edition at wia.org.au. Till next week, walk softly.
0: In the nation's capital with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported, you decide.